You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Ten Till Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner and I am your host. So this week I sit down with an actress named Nadia Pelletier. She is a wonderful woman. Uh, we chatted about her work on screen and a little bit more in depth about her newest endeavor, which happens to be all about voice acting. And uh, she is features in a really awesome podcast that is really romance novels that are just acted out. Um, by some really talented voice actors, including uh, herself. And uh, they are on all podcast networks. So feel free, once you're done listening to this episode, check out 10 Week Turnabout on all streaming platforms, wherever you're streaming your podcast right now. So um, just a heads up for everyone about to listen. Uh, We do chat about some adult uh, content and a little bit of... um, triple x content uh that's within the podcast that she is featured on so uh just a little heads up before we jump into it it's a little towards the end of the podcast so feel free to listen to a chunk and if you're a little bit uncomfortable um feel free to go on out but i do urge you to listen to it because it's really um it's a really great conversation about how she handles or has been handling um herself as an actress performing intimate scenes for the uh, recording studio so feel free to keep a listen and it's a really good episode you do not want to miss so without further ado let's go ahead and jump right into a voice actor's perspective Perfect. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm really, really good. Honestly, we had I'm not gonna lie, everybody, we had some technicals going on. So I apologize if the audio sounds a little bit uh, different from the normal audio, which is totally fine. I have been dying to do this interview, so I'm really excited. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna jump in. Like, feel free to uh, tell us who are you, Wh- what are you, what when are you, all of the fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> when am I? Here and now. Uh, my name is Nadia Peltier. Uh, I am a New York-based actress, originally from Chicago. I do a lot of comedy. I do a lot of improv. And right now, I'm actually involved in a feminist romance audio series. Uh, and that's what I think we're going to be talking about today, is making a transition to voice acting and all the dirty deeds that come with it. Awesome. Yes, I am so excited. But first and foremost, I I have a really 
uh, I have kind of an obsession with anybody who does voice acting of any sort. So, okay. so I just I love voice acting. I th I just think that it's incredibly technical and it's a lot more. It, there's it's a very very different from the from you know performing on stage and everything. It's just such such a drastically different aspect of the arts that I adore so much. So I'm. So Super excited to jump in. I'm sorry. I'm, I talk with my hands a lot. So. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited. It is definitely a whole crazy medium, but I'm so about it. Like it's, it's one thing to like do wackadoodle voices, but then it's like a whole other thing to just like explore this whole dramatic world. Like there's so many elements to it, which is it's so deceiving because you think it's so easy and it's not. <laughs> is what I've been struggling with. I'm like, oh, this is cake. Right. This is, I'm like, oh, no. This is arguably three times harder than dancing in 42nd Street. Got it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Nice. Well, I'm thinking I just want to go ahead and jump in. I, I was doing a little bit of stalking because I wanted to get to know you before I started chatting with you and everything. <laughs> Might I say, your website is beautiful. Oh, I, thank you. Yeah, you have a beautiful website, which um, it is, it's beautiful. I just love it. And I was looking at your gallery. I saw so many um, photos of you on stage and I you look stunning in all of them like honestly and um, yeah of course like honestly if follow her on Instagram at the end of at the end of this episode because she is she's like honestly gorgeous drop dead gorgeous so moving right along I'm gonna stop fangirling but yes I am um, I was saw a lot of photos of you on stage and um, I know you do stage and then I went on your IMDB and I saw that you've done a little bit of film I saw that you did nerve is that correct yeah I yeah did. yeah so ooh, you were just a, wa a watcher in that so um in nerve yeah so nerve was weird because it was like an overnight shoot out in Staten Island oh and yeah and that one was crazy there's this coliseum Mm -hmm. almost looking think the coliseum there oh, is a wow. island version of this coliseum um and there was a bunch of us who had like special skills and we all got hired out to quite literally hang from scaffolding in masks and like be taunting and oh wow it was nuts uh it was like with machine gun kelly mm -hmm. and uh emma robert yeah and it was definitely, oh, um, Dave Frankel was in it. So that one was definitely a cool one to just, it was one of my first onset experiences and I'm like hanging from scaffolding at two in the morning in Staten Island. <laughs> that, just like you told me earlier, get your bag, honestly. Get your bag, get I'm your telling bag. you. That's like, you work a catering event all day and then go straight to hang upside down in Staten Island. <laughs> Seriously. Do it, take the money and run. See, exactly. And I just love that. I saw the movie and I, I honestly, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Did. I did. So it was the, wild. Yeah, it really was. I was like, this. it's getting a lot darker than I was anticipating, but it was good. It was really, really good. And honestly, I grew up watching Emma Roberts on like Nickelodeon and uh, okay. all of that. So like growing up and watching her do more mature roles and everything, it's pretty amazing and seeing that yeah. in general. So I was like, oh my gosh, she was involved in that project. That's so amazing. Oh yeah, that was, like, one of my first, like, featured background things. It was, like, pretty soon right after college I did that. I had, like, a summer of just, like, doing 
outrageous like background or like featurettes Mm -hmm. in the New York uh, film scene, which I highly recommend to anyone who's interested in TV and film, especially if you're in a metropolis. Like, go do background. Go feel what it's like to be on set. Go figure it out because you're going to hang from scaffolding wearing an eye mask at some (laughs) point. Like, like an eyeball mask is what I was wearing. Nice. Look out for me. Yeah, I love your work. Honestly, no, like serious. I'm, I'm being dead, dead serious. I, honestly, though, I am a big fan because then I was uh, like, so yes, you have the you have the film experience, check. You have the stage experience, check. And now you got the voice acting experience, check. Yeah. So that's like even more exciting. Like, do do you? Because I know some uh, some actors and actresses that I've spoken to and everything, they have a uh, uh, one aspect that they truly focus on. Uh, okay. and kind of de- and so to speak like dabble in in the others so do you have a particular realm that you are most prominent in or the one that you more so lean towards in terms of like going to auditions and everything oh that's a great question um I guess so I went to New York Film Academy and I went for musical theater and film so I had the great opportunity to study both musical theater which I've been doing my whole life and tv and film um so I guess my main focus right out of school was a lot of theater a lot of musical theater but I actually come from a comedy and improv background like I grew up always doing improv I'm from Chicago so it's like in our water where I know for a fact that she is from (laughs) Chicago but I do not want to say because I don't want to be wrong but oh yes I hear it I love it (laughs) yeah it's it's in there I gotta think really hard not to use it um so I think, I hope this is explanatory enough, I think the aspect of acting world that I really seek out is something that I have like enough flexibility to bring in my own comedy and my own improv. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether that is, like I'll look through backstage and I'll be looking for all of like the secondary character, like funny best friend roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do the same thing and I'm looking on Actors Access and I'm looking for all those roles. I'm like, where can I have the most like, fun what's most malleable um and that's when i started working on this audio series that was something i was really excited about because it's there are so much what is this grammar there are so fewer variables arguably in the acting world when you're voice acting because it's like it's not about running around it's not about gesticulating it's not about any of this it's like playing with your one instrument Mm -hmm. and it allows for a lot of like all of the the little buttons like the oop the eep like all of those fun weird things that we do in daily life um so I think I really look for what allows me to be the wackiest within the rules I love it's that. helpful. The wackiest with that's trademark right there. Write that down. The wackiest within the rules. I love that. No, that's yeah. awesome because you can still like it's still a part of you. You don't um necessarily um tend to like forget that part about yourself because you know usually it, it you it's it's very easy to get into the the flow of the audition world and knowing exactly what parts you're gonna get called back for, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So the fact that you still like lean towards that one area is really honestly kind of brilliant. I love that. It's great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. of course. <laughs> and so, but what, 
how did you even, because um, the reason why I, I wanted her on the show in the first place, um, well, not because like she's just incredible in general, but like she, just the, uh, the fact that she's done voice acting. And what, just like I said, I have an obsession with voice acting. So um, knowing that she's involved in that was great. So can you tell, like, what is consensual? How'd you get involved? Cool. So, Consensual is a female women X helmed company uh, based out of Chicago, and it is about bringing feminist romances to life. So, like, it's reminding everyone that like consent is the sexiest foreplay. Like, that's it, end all, be all, and it's really like it's like romance for like the nasty girls like you know like you can have you can have it all and you should have it all like there's no reason that you shouldn't um and so that's what these these books are about and they are designed episodically so each chapter is one episode and we release them weekly on wednesdays happy hump day and (laughs) and absolutely and uh and they're they're about 15 minutes long um and they're all about, and it's a whole story. And what they did is they're actually really brilliant about it is they hired all these actors who had theatrical experience but also had voice work experience. And we do it like it's a TV show, except it's just a TV show for your ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. And honestly, I didn't even, my boyfriend was the one who brought it to my attention that this realm of podcast even exists like the show within a podcast it's honestly I had no clue you didn't either no neither did I no no not in the slightest yeah I was like this is wild I was like okay so we're just gonna do an hour and a half long podcast and our our head bitch in charge she was like no she was like this is a weekly thing like this is a whole I was like how do people what and then I I'm such a such a noob when it comes to podcasts right like I'm like just dipping my toe in Mm -hmm. and now I'm kind of obsessed yeah (laughs) that's usually how it goes I find one and then I'm like whoa where's the rest of them that are like similar what else can I listen to people talk all day long about (laughs) um yeah it's It's really cool it's a really cool thing so the first we call it we do our books by seasons Uh so our first season is called 10 week turnabout Mm -hmm. and we have a hero and a heroine our heroine her name is ingrid and our hero his name is noah and synopsis they reconnect they were high school sweethearts they went their separate ways and then they reconnect one summer in new york and it's this like tumultuous affair Uh, i play the best friend cleo She's, like, sassy, she's curvy, she's sex-positive, she's great. Um, And then we just had our last episode, September 24th, of 10-Week Turnabout. And next week, we start recording Cleo's book, which is season two, and it's called Hook Up State of Mind. Mm -hmm. And my character, Cleo, she is the heroine of this story, which is really exciting to see a full-figured girl, or at least, like, here, a full-figured girl, uh, have a love story. I think it's really awesome. Yeah, that is amazing. And honestly, I must say, like, I... 
I was already, when you brought the podcast to my attention, I was already uh, super excited about the, uh, the whole concept and everything. And I listened to the first episode, like on Tuesday, let's say, and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm obsessed. That's so crazy how that happened just like that. And, and I fell asleep. I worked like Wednesday. I, and then like, I worked thir- like what today is Thursday. Yes. I worked all, all day Wednesday. And then I listened to the second episode and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is a great, so I still haven't finished it, but I'm like obsessed with it, so to speak. And then like when hearing that, reading that you are getting your own seat, like season or book, like that's so great. Like how did, how did you feel when they, when they gave you the news and everything? I like didn't believe it. They had mentioned it originally. They're like, oh, and if everything goes well, like we could always explore, explore expanding Cleo stories, da, 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 da. But it takes a lot to write a book. So right. it was like in the back of my head, I kept being like, that'd be cool, that'd be cool. And as we were finishing recording the first book, which was in early 2020, it was like January 2020, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, so then we're going to do Cleo for book two. And I was like, me? <laughs> Is this me? Or am I going to be cast? Just tell me now. <laughs> That's, no, that's so awesome. And honestly, I think uh, I I already the second episode doesn't feature a whole lot of um, of Cleo in the story because obviously it's not her story at the time. It's just not, and that's fine. But there was already something like I'm on like I want to hear more of what she has to say. I want to hear her story. So that's honestly super uh, well, exciting. Thank you for listening. That's awesome. No, of I course. Appreciate that. That's so cool. Yeah, of course. No, seriously. I um artist supporting artist. That's what Jenna, my other guest, Jenna Lee Miller. She, yes, uh, that's how we know each other. Jenna Lee Miller, artist supporting artists. It's all that's what it's all about, especially during this time and everything. So, do you you go to the physical studio and you go and record this, or you do it remotely? Uh, do you know how to do the basics? So, very good question. Very topical question. Um, the first. When we did the first season or our first book, 10 Week Turnabout, we kind of had like a camp because I was in New York and they were recording everything in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So Becca Grishow, she is our founder. She is the producer. She is the end all be all. She housed me. Oh. <laughs> they housed me. And so I flew from New York to Chicago and they housed me and we had kind of like a camp consensual where like I slept on their futon mm-hmm. for a week and then we'd fold up the futon and then we would use their, the futon was like in their home studio. Mm-hmm. So I lived in that room and it was awesome and I was very grateful for them because they really made that all happen. Um, but unfortunately, doing, due to COVID, we are not having camp consensual this year. Mm-hmm. So everyone is in different places doing it remotely. Um, my boyfriend, he is a musician, and so he has a very good friend with his own studio. And since this is Cleo's book, I have like seven chapters of just narration. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I will be going to the studio for that. And then all fingers crossed that everyone remains COVID free. I will be traveling to Chicago for a couple of days and doing the dialogue there. Um, but actually I believe my hero, like I'm the heroine, my hero, I believe he lives in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think he's currently in Japan. Mm -hmm. So he's doing all of his stuff remotely. Unclear. Oh, but I, wow. Which is mind-blowing. I'm like, this is technology, and this mm-hmm. is so 
cool that like the person I have these salacious scenes with mm-hmm. is in a different time zone quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kidding. That's crazy. But it's cool I don't have to moan in front of him, so like that'll oh, be great. That's true. Oh yeah, I guess I should mention. Yes, this uh, this podcast is very uh, is not for the faint of heart. It is very uh, so it's very saucy at some points, and I'm not gonna lie. I I enjoyed every second of it. I thought that it was very well written, and it wasn't it wasn't. At, out of like bad taste it was honestly really well done but um and i i enjoyed it it was it was great but i know uh you have to do the same for yours so i i want to know because uh for stage in particular because that's where that's my strongest my strong suit is stage and i know that when it comes to intimacy and intimate scenes there is very spaced out particular rehearsals for dealing with these like these very intimate scenes especially if there's undressing and, and like nudity etc cetera, etc cetera. but it's a microphone and you the actor <laughs> so like what's yeah. the, what's like your process when it comes to getting intimate in the studio i guess it's- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's definitely crazy. Um, <laughs> like, I, I have a stage background as well. And, like, so I heard you talking about this earlier. I am, I'm Egyptian. Um, mm-hmm. And I was actually Aida in Aida. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a huge... Uh, romance like loving scene like to end an act and like that was like my first like intimate scene and that one is like forever seared into my brain Mm -hmm. of just being like oh my gosh having to be this intimate with like the person who's my best friend to this day Mm -hmm. I'm like (laughs) like I that is like that's the like cringy one for me mm-hmm. like I, I think now being an adult person like if I had to be intimate with somebody on stage I think I would be fine mm-hmm. um and I've done nudity I did a full frontal nudity on oranges to be black oh wow <laughs> yeah hell yeah that's killer that's amazing yeah, yeah I was definitely cut out you see like my face well, like, well, I'm <laughs> I still have my nudity rider though so like I'm mm-hmm. like I did it like I signed this nudity rider just because you guys don't see the areolas doesn't mean it didn't happen um but so like that's another intimate thing and that one didn't bother me at all that was like the most professional there's like 20 people on set and I'm like walking through this bathroom naked Mm -hmm. that one I was like I'll do that a hundred times I don't care but this is different there's like a level of vulnerability when it's only your voice Mm -hmm. because it's like when you're with someone else in a scene or like you're walking through it's almost like you have you can be butt naked but there's like this this cloak of 
protectiveness because it's like you have an activity right you know, like we talk about it in acting class all the time like what is your activity are you mm-hmm. making lemonade Absolutely. are you brushing your hair but you don't have that mm-hmm. and there's like this really vulnerable quality of like I was with my I was working with a coach last week on some of the triple x scenes mm-hmm. and she was like all right and now you orgasm and I was like oh yeah sure 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 <sighs> Like, you have this, like, luckily, I think I have an orgasm a day. I'm living a pretty great life. But there's this whole thing of, like, having to act it out. You're like, oh, my God, is this how I sound? Are people going to, and then there's this whole idea of, like, are people going to think I'm actually getting off? And you're like, but you want people to think that. Because I would hope that somebody else gets a little hot and bothered listening to it, you know? And it's done... The, the, you're totally right. The writing is so tastefully done. It, it it straddles the line between like informative, but then also like flowery. Where it's like mm-hmm. it's not everything is like a euphemism. Like they do use, they will use the term erection. Yeah. They will use the word clitoris. Like mm-hmm. it's not not every. You know, it's like you're right. It's not for the faint heart because they're trying to they're trying to tell you the story. They're mm-hmm. trying. We're trying to tell you what's going on. We're not yeah. going to be like. There's a random part on my chest that was stroked. Like, no. No. But for, I think, it, maybe my mom's listening. Like, <laughs> I promise I do other things in this book no. than the thing I'm supposed to wait till marriage for. Oh, my goodness, please. So taboo. <laughs> but no, honestly, I think that it's just, like, I, I'm a genuine fan. I think that it was really well done. It wasn't, like, anything anything super um intense and honestly you mentioned uh because we were messaging back and forth before speaking um and everything just about uh the x the triple x parts and everything like oh my goodness and i'm i'm thinking oh to myself immediately like what parts is she oh oh the the sex that (laughs) makes it makes sense so like honestly i think that's how you know that it was like uh yeah like we got this we progress the story and that's all that it is because I know it's such a like a touchy subject like sex just in general so embracing that within the arts is like incredible so yeah and that's one of the things that I think Becca the founder of consensual really strives for is making a sex story or a story that does have sex in it like less taboo Mm -hmm. making it less like ooh this is a triple x piece whereas Mm -hmm. like you know it's every everyone does it or if everyone doesn't do it we hope they will one day when they're ready (laughs) you know and so I think it's it's a whole thing of removing the taboo aspect of it and that's something that I definitely remind myself when I'm looking over the material or I'm Mm -hmm. practicing recording or I'm in the studio I'm like this is you have a purpose you're telling this story and in this moment like you're having a great fucking time so have a good time yeah is there anything like that you you necessarily like because it is it's vulnerable it's very very I can I can't even envision it like just kissing somebody like I think the most intimate scene that I've had to do on stage was when I was drunk at a party and had to just make out like full make blown make out with my coast with my um my cast member and that was that was was the most so like especially with with trying with really trying to do your job to the best of your ability without necessarily like um 
I don't, I mean, I guess I don't have to know your process. I'm not sure. It doesn't really matter to me, honestly. What, uh, I just, I guess I'm asking, like, what do you do in order to, like, prepare yourself for this? Or do you just kind of lose yourself? Um, like, just like you said earlier, like, you have an org, maybe, like, an orgasm in a day. Like, how do, do you channel it then? Like, like, the doctor like away, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, God is an interesting, you know, I don't ever really think about that. Uh, when I was working with a coach last week and we were going through these long scenes that it's like, I'm telling like, and then this happened and then this happened. Um, I was actually, and I don't know if this was like, I was insecure at the moment or whatever the case may, I was unprepared. Who knows? Um, but going through it, it was a lot of like, I'd throw away a piece. Um, Mm -hmm. And so whether that, and, and the point that she had made was really like, it's so cheesy too, but it's so true for actors. It's like really hone in the breath work, right? you know, like find that Alexander method, like do a Meisner repeating, like do something to really like focus in, like you don't know what's happening next. So even though like I know the text and I know what I'm describing and I know at the end of my text, somebody is fictionally putting a hand inside of me, not a whole hand, like that's graphic, but like, <laughs> but yeah, if you're doing your job well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> graphic, please no. Um, but you know, it's like, even though I know that and like, that's the part I want to get to, it's like really respecting every and and the and it's it's every and is in there for a reason because like we're building up to something Mm -hmm. so like let yourself pant like let yourself kind of get swept away Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's my improv background at work where I kind of just like let it let it wave over me I'm not I'm not quite sure (laughs) but that's really what I've been focusing on as I've been reading these like very intimate monologues and I've been really trying to be like less I know I'm gonna get banged and more (laughs) I really hope I get banged (laughs) nice I think that's a good balance right yeah (laughs) no no one wants to be presumptuous (laughs) that's not exciting for anyone oh no I'm (laughs) but no I completely agree that's great no I think uh you're doing you're doing the best job honestly if you if you can't even explain you're just like I don't know it just kind of it just kind of flows it just kind of happens you just let it let it roll (laughs) no it's definitely it's definitely a learning experience because like my any voice work that I have really done has always been more comedy driven and it's always been like character voices because I want to be on SNL Mm -hmm. so my whole life whenever I was working on stuff I was always like all right this is this character this is this character and now it's like okay cool now can you be yourself and I'm like who no (laughs) who is she (laughs) I don't know her I haven't met her (laughs) if I do I'll let you know though (laughs) did it was there anything that uh that really made you want to agree to do something like this because I'm sure like as a as actors, I mean, I don't necessarily, not everybody's starving, but you know, we're all, we're always in a constant search for work. Like what's next? What's next? So like what really made you want to jump on and, 
um, how do you think that something is out out of the box? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that drew me to it is that um, it was something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of it was the most exciting to me. I mean, obviously, I should say having a gig is the most <laughs> exciting part to me. Especially, like, right now in this, like, like to be going into month seven of pandemic and to have a gig like I'm grateful every day um or even just like to have an outlet it's like wow I'm very very grateful um but it was the product itself is something I've never put my hands on before um and it was something that I knew that no matter where the trajectory of my career took me I knew that I would always be proud of this Mm -hmm. Uh, from the women who do it, from like the women who founded the project, the women who run the company, the writers, um, to the people who enjoy it Mm -hmm. and to even the content. Like, although there are risky sections, like at at the crux of it, it's about a girl who doesn't really fit in anywhere and who has kind of, like, stopped putting expectations in relationships because she's not the ideal body type or the ideal person for what's been portrayed for so long. And she gets her moment, you know, and it was unexpected, and she almost, like, didn't want it. And I think that that reigns true to a lot of people um, from any aspect. It doesn't necessarily have to be body type. It doesn't necessarily have to be creed. It doesn't necessarily have to be job. At at, at some point in every person's life, I think you don't fit in and you almost stop caring about fitting in. And then like, that's your moment. And I think that looking back on the project, like when I'm accepting my 19th Tony award in 40 years, absolutely. I will still be so grateful to have been able to tell this story. That's so, I, wow, that's really, I love that. Honestly, I was really just listening to the words that you were saying and I, I kind of got swept. And like that's, I, please, anybody who's listening to this, please listen to this project when it gets released because I, I cannot I cannot wait. I'm going to be listening because I'm a, a genuine fan. I, I'm not going to lie. So yes, I'm a fan. Thank you. I'm. This is going to have to be the end. I am so sorry I could talk to you forever, but um, thank you so, so much for hopping on and chatting with me for a while. Um, and where can they find you? What's upcoming? Please plug. Okay, um, upcoming, you can find me on my personal Instagram. It's at underscore my name, Nadia Peltier. Um, And then you can also find the projects at, you can find their Instagram at Consensual Pod, or you can go to Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, and you can look up 10 Week Turnabout, and that's going to be our season one, and Cleo's book will be coming out in spring 2021. It's written by Amelia J. Rose and Becca Morgan, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Woohoo! Thank you so much. I'm so excited for this book and for this next season to come out. Thank you, Nadia, so much. Thank you for having me. All right. This was so fun. Thank you. Yes. And hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, we will talk to you in the next episode. Uh, remember to follow at uh, Broadway Podcast Network on Instagram and at Tentil Places Podcast, as well as myself, Aliyah underscore Gardner. That is all. Thank you so much. And we will check you in the next episode. Goodbye. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.